0: Welcome back to 6-Minute Sessions. I am your host, Jonathan Sixtos, and today is a special episode, A Teacher's Thoughts on Technology, Part 2. So thank you for tuning in. Today is the day that I'm going to tell you what I use for my video production, audio production, and I'm going to encourage you to try some different things out give you some pointers that I have learned along the way. So we'll go ahead and dive right in. We'll call today's episode Lights, Camera action. So we'll start off with lights. Obviously, I definitely encourage you if you're going to do video production because not every podcast needs video production. But if you're going to go that route, I definitely recommend that you use a well lit area. Now I'm using a conference room right here and LED lights are going to be the way to go. You can use any brand, any type, but you want to make sure that you have two things. One is variable tones, just like if you've ever bought flashlights or Uh, light bulbs where you have daylight or soft white, you want to make sure that you can adapt based on the environment that you're in because you're not always going to be out in the sun, hopefully, thankfully. So be able to vary the tone of the light. So make sure that it has some kind of variable whether it's three different tones, two different tones, but be able to change the shade, the warmth of your light, and also make sure that it's got good diffusion so that you're not really shining. For example, I'm looking almost directly at the lights right now as they are shining on me. I've got two little cube lights mounted on my Canon camera, and you really can't see a whole lot of reflection because of the diffusers that we have. We want to make sure that they're not directly on maybe off to the sides a little bit, maybe a stronger key light. And if you wanna play around with some coloring, you can do that as well. So we have lights, lights are very important. You can use cube lights or ring lights or key lights, whatever fits your budget. Just make sure that you can vary the color and that you can also diffuse that light so it's not a direct shining light bulb straight into your eyes. The next thing we can talk about is camera. I've recently upgraded to what I'm using right now the Canon Rebel T3i, and I've got a wide angle lens on there, so it's a little closer than normal, but I would definitely recommend that you look into a good external webcam. The reason being, most of your laptop webcams are gonna be lower quality than anything external, just the size of the sensor. If I were to show you my laptop camera, it would be kind of looking up at me. It's not a flattering angle, but if you can get anything uh, along the lines of a Logitech camera, I, for years, used a Logitech C270, which is only a 720p resolution. Then I got a C920, which is kind of the industry standard. Those 920s are pretty good. You don't have to go all the way to a 4K Brio because 920 can do a 1080p resolution. Standard brands like Auki, Anchor, Microsoft, Logitech, all of those will be able to accomplish what you need as far as video recording. Again, video is good. Lighting is a must if you're going to use video But here's the thing, we talked about lights, we talked about camera, let's talk about the action. The most important part of any production, if you're going to do podcasting, if you're going to do online meetings or online school, audio is the most important element of what you're doing. And I'll say this, good audio is the most important because bad audio can ruin good video. Bad audio can ruin good video, and here's why. Because the video that you're watching now has been compressed, and then it has been pushed out online. And the majority of web traffic in the next 5, 10, 15 years is going to be on mobile phones, smaller screens. So most of us aren't going to watch this on a 65-inch 4K TV. You don't have to worry a whole lot about how your video is going to look if you choose to go the video route at all. You don't have to do video, you can just do audio, in which case, obviously, you want to use really good components. So, audio is the most important part of your production because information is compressed and then it is distributed. So, regarding uh, how people are going to view your production, you want to make sure that they can at least hear your production very well. Because if you come through stunningly crisp and clear, but you sound bad, that's going to be very very distracting. And good audio is actually one of the number one components of a high quality production. If you sound good, people are going to think you are good. And we want people to think that you are good because you are in fact good. So get some good audio. You don't have to go and spend two, $300 on a sure microphone. What I'm using right here is a Samson Q2U microphone. They're between 60 and $80, depending on any sales that you can find. And it's a, it's a good dynamic mic. And let me demonstrate what I mean by dynamic. If I move off of the cardioid pattern, it's going to be very hard to hear what I'm saying. So if you are in a noisy environment, you definitely want a dynamic microphone. Now, when I'm at home with my studio setup or in the classroom, I typically use more of a condenser type microphone, maybe something along the lines of a Blue Yeti or an MXL 770 or 990, or a uh, Rode NT1. These are really high-quality microphones, even an Amazon Basics recording microphone or a Samson G-Track, and those are going to pick up everything around you. So you may want maybe some dampening backgrounds or a foam noise-isolating shield. But if you're like me, you're just in a conference room, you've got some AC running in the background, perhaps you have a dog in the next room, probably want to go with something like the Samson. If you go with an Audio-Technica now you're starting to look at over $100. If you want one of those giant Shure SMB7 microphones, then you're going to end up paying three, dollars $400, or the MV7, at least $250. So if you can grab a few of these, uh, at home I have some really fun retro pile microphones that look like the old school singing microphones, and I got those for about $30, $35 on a good sale. So again, whatever you can do to make good audio. Now what I like about the Samson is that it goes both USB and XLR. As you can see, I'm using USB right now. But if you upgrade, then you're gonna have to start looking at audio interfaces. So the major microphones, especially some of your more expensive condenser microphones, they're gonna need what we call phantom power. So you'll need either a 48 volt phantom power interface where you can plug into your computer and then plug your microphone in there. That's a the little three plugs. And that's going to run you between 50 and another $100, depending on what brand you go with. I've used M-Track Audio. I've used Focusrite's Scarlet Series. So different, uh, Behringer's another good brand. But remember, whatever you can do to start out with, good audio is going to be the most important aspect of any good production. Because again, your video is going to be compressed, and more than likely, it's going to be viewed on a mobile phone. So that's my advice to you guys I've been producing podcasts for a little over five years now, and then we talk about distributing. So once you record your stuff, if, you're gonna, if you are going to edit in post, then I would recommend apps like uh, I use Magic's Music Maker for my audio processing, although I do have an Adobe subscription, so I could use um, the Adobe apps for that. Now, I do use the Adobe apps for video. Premiere Pro is what I use to edit video, trim anything that I have to. I usually strip the audio out, I go and edit it, then I plug it back into the video and then I push it out with a little bit of color correction depending on, again, lighting. So those are some things that you can look into uh, if you have an Adobe Creative subscription, the Creative Cloud, like Photoshop, Lightroom, all that stuff, then these things will come in with that subscription. If you're a student or a teacher, you can get almost, I want to say I pay around $30 a month for the entire bundle, all the apps, Dreamweaver, Dreamweaver. InDesign, all of the good stuff. But if you want to look at free routes, and you're just recording from a USB microphone into free software, I recommend Audacity. It's a free download, easy editing. I paid maybe $30 or $40 for Magix, which was that next step up. And then the Adobe subscription is a monthly paying thing. So if you just want to use $50 one time, I recommend get a good microphone, use free software. I didn't start with a Canon camera. I didn't start with the external lights. So these are the things that you need to kind of work your way through. In my classroom, I use a Logitech 920. It's very easy. I use a condenser microphone going into a Focusrite Scarlet, and then I come into the computer. So I'm using Streamlabs OBS to record, and then I'll go into whatever software that I want to edit in. If I'm going live, whether that's Zoom or whether that's Teams, then you can start to look at green screens, as some of you have seen episodes in the past, I've used green screen with my personal backdrop. And then you can start to get into a little bit more beefy laptop setups for that purpose. But if you just want to throw a webcam and a good microphone on a medium tier laptop, that's going to be more than sufficient for a solid podcast. If you're recording on your mobile phone, you can also use Dolby, like Dolby Atmos, this major high-tech audio Interface. You can use their app called Dolby On, and it's really good at noise cancellation, audio amplifying, effects, overlays. So I use that a lot whenever I do youth ministry live. I'll pull it into my phone with Adobe Dolby On app, and then I'll just record using a lapel mic, and then I'll clean it up in there and just push it straight to the publisher. So let's talk publishers. I use the Anchor app. I've used it for years, and it's free, and it's actually owned now by Spotify. They were acquired and they publish to all the major platforms it goes out to spotify it goes out to apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher radio public all these for free and now what i've started taking advantage of is you can record video upload it to anchor and spotify will play your video for you that is the next level of video and audio production and again it's really hard to find somebody who's going to do that free so i appreciate what anchor does There are some options for paid advertisements. I haven't taken advantage of any of those yet. It just seems like more paperwork than it's worth. But here are my lights, camera, and action tips for you all today. Lighting is great. Make sure your camera is at least 720p. You might need to upgrade your laptop's webcam. Use an external with a quality brand that you can trust. But again, audio is the most important aspect of your production because bad audio can ruin good video. And I hope that you have enjoyed this video. If you have any tech questions, feel free to reach out to me, J6, the number six, T-O-E-S at gmail.com. And if you want to check out more of these podcasts or some of my writings or video productions, you can do so at my website, j6toes.com. So everything that you need will be there. Thank you for tuning in to Six Minute Sessions, and I wish you all the best. We'll see you guys next time.